Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Tim Piven. I'm joined here with our native Valencianista space nuke analyst, Sam. We're the Bat Boys, and we're here to talk about Hitafe 5 to 1, Sam. Tim, it's really good to have you back. I, before we get into the game, uh, Tim, you had a special trip. Uh, you were in Europe. You needed some time away. Yep. Yep. Um, some time to decompress before the before the, the season really gets going. That's and, right. And and, well, yeah, and Tim, we had a podcast without you, uh, Sarah Burney and I. First time, first time you've had a podcast without me. I left you in good hands, Sarah Burney. It was probably uh-huh. the best podcast we've published. Um, for well, the numbers don't support that. <laughs> <laughs> It was a very good podcast, only because you let Sarah Brony talk. Finally, you didn't have to just keep gibbering and jabbering on about whatever it is you say. Right. Uh, Sarah Brony, of course, brings the brings the heat. Uh, yeah, so yeah. We'll have to have him on more often. We don't have him on enough, but uh, I thought it was a very good podcast. Sam, it was it was good. I thought it it, but it, even though it was much improved because of your absence, it also missed you. You know, there's even if it missed you, Tim. We missed wow. you. Pod missed you. Uh, you you didn't even watch the. I wanted to be messaging you throughout the Hitafe match, but you were watching it on delay, so I couldn't even do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm glad to be here in the moment with you, Tim. Discuss this this game. Well, what 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 a game, Tim. Like, what a game. Really? What a game. Well, uh, some fun facts, Sam. I'm gonna get maybe we before we get right into it. Five goals, of course, right? Uh, this is our first game without Solaire and Maxi. Solaire, no, uh, you know, noticeably. 70% possession, 546 passes. 546 passes. I would say two amazing goals, not tapping goals. Uh, and Gattuso slaps the player. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 24 shots on goal. I don't think we've seen 20. I try to go back. I will after this and tweet about it. Last time we had 24 shots on goal, I, I can't imagine. And last few years. What are you, what are you feeling? What's the big picture you're taking away from this game, Sam? I'm, I'm thinking Tim and I don't want to get too ahead of myself. I don't want to overreact. So I just, I want to be thinking, I've thought through this now. We've had a couple days since the match for yeah. me to calm yeah. down. And how, what I feel is that we should sign Gattuso to a 15 year contract <laughs> and and give him everything Not, he wants don't no. go too crazy yeah don't you know yeah uh, no, just nothing permanently you know name the stadium for gattuso um <laughs> no it it was really tim it was so fun to watch you know i the last couple and you and I, consistency, you want to have a coach get some time. Um, I think at the end of last season, you know, we felt differently. But I, it's just you don't think a new coach is going to be able to bring what we've had. Because, you know, we've had new coaches, you know, so many coaches uh, during this limb era. And so many have just been such colossal disappointments. And then we, we get this coach that has and, and frankly before the Limera too right i mean it was you know really since 2007 we have had it has been a revolving door at manager for this team 
you know, we had a couple years with Unai Emery. We had that half season with Ernesto Valverde. It's funny that that's, that was only a half season given how much like how much folklore um, there is about Valverde as, as plenty coach Marcelino for a couple of years, but really it has been just, we've not never known and we've always been um, we've never been content with our coach and our, and we've never had cons- a, a con- coach who has been here for a while and hearing Gattuso after that game says saying he wants to be Valencia Simeone, Tim, mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, I want that. You, yeah. you have brought such beautiful football to this team. Yeah, I, I man, I agree. Uh, you cut out a bit, but the gist of what I got, uh, hopefully we got it all in the recording, um, is uh, for me is, man, how deep were we in it with Bordelos, right? How long were you and I and maybe the fans sticking it out and saying, you know, well, he's he's trying to do this. And, you know, we have these sorts of players, you know, almost with the same team, the same players. Gattuso has uh proven us all kind of wrong there right and yeah in hindsight how difficult it was to watch those valencia games and uh, and how much just having a fun game to watch fun players who feel like they can be creative how how good that is for the club right Uh, yeah uh, you know it just seems like a lot of people want to watch the games now it's as simple as that uh it's fun it's fun to watch i i looked back sam last year 2021 and last year at this time we had beaten Osasuna 4-1 yep we had I believe uh three wins of four are we and then from there I believe turned south are we is it too early to uh be excited about Gattuso do we need to wait a little bit because I think at this time last year we we had a coach who had a league experience he had some legacy with Hatafe getting the fifth place. Uh, I felt confident at that moment. How are you feeling? How, should we should we tread lightly? Yeah, I think it's a fair question, Tim, because we did start so brightly last year. I think there's a couple things that are different. One, we have even less talent and we have a younger team than we had last year. We lost our best player, Guedes. We lost our captain, Soler. Um who offered a lot of maturity for the team. We lost, we lost one of our more touted players, Maxi. So for us to just look so good in these first couple of games with so much, with so much possession and, and just a, it was just a philosophy on football that I think is super, super encouraging. Um, yeah. And you're right. Well, I was really excited at the beginning of last season, but I, I really think, I think this is different. I, I think this is, you know, it looked as if we had like more hunger last year with better players. It looked as if, you know, the players were excited to play in the beginning, but now they're like playing in like, they're, they're all those things, but they're also playing with such belief in themselves. It's like, I mean, I just didn't think mama had such ball control. Like his, he can hit it to feet. You know, yeah. and and Diacabi has looked like a seasoned pro, and Comer looked really good. Like mm-hmm. I was just so impressed with how we we're able to play it out of the back with players that we really thought weren't capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really, really fun to watch. Yeah, 
I think one thing to think about too, maybe just contrasting the two system is last year, uh, Bordelas picked up Fouquier, uh, and for how fit and strong he is, right. He's not getting any minutes. And this year we have Samuelino and Castillo, both of which scored, uh, and not only scored, scored great goals and Lino himself. I think they're both also just have been really, really strong these past uh, few games, especially in Hatafe match. So that that sort of style and and perhaps approach, even in the transfer window, seems to be paying off here. It is really surprising how good we are across every line. It's just surprising, yeah. right? The confidence that like Diakabi has getting the ball at his feet so deep. Uh Really interesting, um, especially Sam. If you remember um, under Salades, we tried to pick up the ball deep like that, yeah. and we could never really get out. Uh, we really struggled, right? Um, and we picked the ball up. So uh, his ability to keep us organized to do that's—it's—it's it's really astounding, uh, especially just in, in four matches. Sam, I'd like to go and talk about these goals, though, and I think yeah. another thing that may be reflective of Catuso is this confidence these players have. One of which is, is in the goal of Tony Lotto. <sighs> Did you ever believe Tony Lotto would, would make that move and take that shot last year and, and come off like that? Totally incredible. I didn't think he never touched the ball on his right foot. I mean, he's just like, yeah. he's like one of those left footed players that, you think he's going to run around to get it on his left foot. And he yeah. scores that with his right foot. I mean, we actually had, there were multiple goals with opposite feet. Um, uh, Castellejo too. That was, uh, he scored that with his right foot. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was great. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. They, they have a lot of confidence. I do think that this game. Yeah. Well, let's talk, let's, let's stay in the, in the excitement. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's relish that. It was let's a gorgeous it. goal, Tim. It was a gorgeous goal. I mean, yeah. it was it was pin perfect. It was pin perfect. And it's just so good to see Tony Lotto get that off at work. He's such a good player. It's such a good game. Catuso wants him to marry his daughter. You know, I, lo- I saw that. That's great. Uh, another Catuso moment. Uh, I want to get to Catuso moments. I'm maybe ruining it. Uh, but just such a good start to that match was a seven seven eight minutes in or so um so here we are we have this amazing goal and then sam Eunice musa comes down and delivers this pass that i didn't think he could deliver and then yeah. san Molino gets on the end of it with a, just a beautiful volley yeah it was gorgeous and you know i think that first week tim i was a little critical of musa um, not because he wasn't doing all the right things, but there was still just like this little bit of, of deafness that he was missing. And uh, he's he keeps getting better and better and more precise and more precise. There, there were still moments in this game where, even though it was maybe his best game ever as a Valencia player, where he still had the 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 wrong touch like it was like the 66th or 67th minute he was playing the ball back and it created 
or and it, and it it didn't go right and it created an opportunity where mama makes a great save however and i was like oh eunice you gotta clean that up then like 40 seconds later he delivers the pass was a really well-weighted pass to ugo duro who scores right so <laughs> so he's he's really had some um just amazing moments uh and he's just gonna get keep getting better i mean yeah. that's the thing so Sam, Sam, let's let's move on to player performances. Uh, and I'd like to start maybe with the midfields. We talked about Yunus Musa. What about Nico, our Barcelona boy? How do you think he performed? What, what are your what's your take? Yeah, I I thought he was really good, Tim. Um, I don't have any complaints. I do, you know, with this really young team, I would like to see, I'd like to see Almeida start yeah. getting more minutes. Um, rather than a Barcelona loan player. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the still the best, as great as Yunus was, and Yunus was the man of the match, and Nico clearly has a lot of quality. But Guillemot has still just been the best player for me. Yeah. I mean, he, he's just so good. He We ask him to do so much. Yeah. And he's, he's really, he just doesn't get a foot wrong. He's just, I, I'm so, so impressed uh with our guillemon guy too i think i'm gonna buy guillemon jersey because i um it's time i just love him i love him i he is he is the closest thing to uh a a danny parejo replacement that we have right yeah um and he's different than danny parejo but in some way he's got some of the same characteristics and, and i just i just love him tim yeah you compare his performance for sambari's and it's like night and day i think yeah that's Norman Barr is a, a really exceptional player. So I think it speaks a lot to just where Hatafe is, but also Ugo. All right. How about those wingers? Uh, are we too soon to celebrate Lino and Castillejo? H- how would you rank them? Lino was, this was obviously Lino's best game. He looked really good. Yeah. I had thought he had been pretty good. This was a game where if I was an Atleti fan, I would be really excited about this player. Yeah. Um, Castillejo though, man, he's, he's just class for me. You know, yeah. sometimes he's not that involved. Sometimes he doesn't make the, he doesn't always, um, you know, he, he doesn't always create a shot, but he's just, he's just class. He's got a nice touch. You know, he's so good on the ball. I, I, I like him a lot to him. I, I enjoy watching him play. Yeah. Uh, not rating this on like Lakeep, uh, ratings, but for me, he really had like a seven out of 10 game, uh, seven, 7.5 really strong game. He's also just my two cents. He's 27. He adds that little bit of maturity, maturity, his ability to kind of get things done and, and create something. Uh, I think that adds a lot to that 22 year old midfield. Uh, all right. Uh, up top. I guess to, to round it out. Um, what's interesting here, Sam, is Ugo Duro, who was fit, didn't start, which I actually think might be a good indication we can rely um, maybe on others. But uh, how do you think? Let's start with Ugo Duro coming off the bench. Yeah, I mean, you know, he hasn't been as involved this year, but he did have what a great finish. To him. Yeah. I mean, that was such a that was a great goal. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad. I mean, we have Ugo Duro now and Cavani. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, you know, and, and 
and clearly like Dos Santos is a player that um that our coach trusts. Dos Santos, I, my name is the name is escaping me. Is that the right name? Marcos Andre. He is Marcos Andre. Depends on what website you look at. Like right now, FBRF has Marinao, Marinao. So yeah. Marcos Andre de Sousa Mendonca. Sousa, yeah, Marcos Andre. He's an interesting one. Um, I, I don't know. I thought he he had a very strong game in terms of his, uh, his pressuring across the uh, yeah. pitch and some of his ability to like pressure and uh, get some tackles. Uh, so, um, remains to be seen. Somewhat controversial i think i like to debate ugo duro or uh marcus andre given the what we paid for him but so far so good good he got the the nod see where he lands maybe six 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 out of ten for me i'd say all right sam anything else who are we missing back uh outside backs talked about tony lotto eight out of ten game for me i just their whole diacabi was a nine out of ten for me i i was so impressed with diacabi and comer played superbly Correa um, got forward really well and he's passing the ball. Well, I'm just Tim. It's just, just a delight to watch this team. Love it. Love it. All right. Before we round out and look, look ahead, Sam, any hot takes for this game? I I just want to offer another player that we should be excited about Tim, because yesterday in the Oviedo Twitter and you're like, Sam, you know, are you really digging deep into the Oviedo Twitter? And the answer is for this podcast, I am, Tim. Uh, I am. And if you do, you're going to see everybody writing about in Spanish how Coba Condretti, mm-hmm. our loanee, is just made of class and is just a superb, superb player. And um, just another player that that we have that, that is doing great things. So, um really excited for for him to just play 90 minutes every game because he's just been the oh, the whole Oviedo fandom is so excited about yeah. having this guy Koba. Yeah, I love that. And actually maybe in a future pod we discuss, you know, why do we loan out Koba when we bring in uh say Elish Mariba? Uh, I think Sarah Brony's talked about that a bit. Like why invest if we're a youth centered club, like could we just get Koba minutes versus bringing in another 20 year olds, uh, essentially that is Mariba who who's 19, uh, who got a red card, uh, this game pretty quickly. Didn't really have a good, good, uh, 20 minutes or so. Uh, so it means we see it. I think Koba, I don't know. Is Koba good enough to be quite in that lineup? Should we be giving him more minutes? Is he better at, uh, a loaned out club? I don't know. I don't know, Sam. All right. My hot take before we round this out is Thierry Correa, Sam. I, th- I think Thierry Correa is going to become a really important person player for this team. In this game, he had, I believe, I looked up the stats, the most touches, uh, the most passes completed, the uh, third most uh, progressive um, dribbles. He is somewhat of like the most active player uh, on our, our team right now. Uh, not the best player, but so much goes through him. And he has really good defensive plays. Uh, I think defensively, he's he's looking strong. So, Thierry Correa might be our dark horse uh, this this season. I'm not sure. All right, I like that, Tim. I like that, and I we need him to be healthy because if yeah. I'm looking at our depth, 
the one of the positions I'm most concerned about is right back. Yes. Yeah. After Correa, we really have nothing. Yeah. So. Yeah. We have full care, really. Who? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is a is a border loss guy. So uh, will he thrive into this system? I'm not sure. All right, Sam. Little predictions ahead. Yes, that's right, Tim. Uh, where do we play next? We're playing Rayo Vallecano next, Tim. Right. What do you think? Uh, we're playing away, and it's an early game. Hate those early games, Tim. It's uh, it's five a.m. West Coast time. Not not mm. they're not treating their Californian fans well by with this this timing, Tim. But yeah, uh, I had a golf uh thing and i so i call valencia and you know <laughs> them can you push it back three hours for us yeah. Um, for the golf yeah for the golf stuff but they they didn't so uh sam they lost Osasuna last week they lost to mallorca the week before i think they had a bloody match against espanol but i believe they did tie barcelona yeah uh so i haven't seen rio play frankly uh but i know they've they're kind of in the they're still working things out. 14th place right now. Uh, what, are, what are your predictions? Yeah, I watched them play against Barcelona. You know, they have Falcao, Tim. Uh, yeah, right. they. it's going to be a dangerous game. Um, they are really looking for a result. And it's going to be, it's not going to be like last week. It's going to be a hard-earned mm-hmm. 2-1 win for Valencia. Ooh, like that. Okay. I'm going to go 2-0. I think we can keep a clean sheet uh, through a possession style football. Maybe we can prevent them from having a lot of shots on goal. Mama's looking good. Maybe few errors at the back. I'm looking for a good clean sheet here too. No. Like that, Tim. I like well, that. And welcome back. And great to be back. It's just, I have to just say to all the fans, you know, it's these moments when we struggle We've gone through so much pain and anguish last couple of years to have this 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 hope of Gattuso. Yeah. It, it just it's it makes it so much sweeter. You know, there's so much joy in and satisfaction in these moments than say if you're a Man City fan and it was like, oh, we, we won seven zero today. Ah, uh, we should have won eight zero. You know what I mean? This is what. This is what it's all about, Tim, because because you really you understand what defeat is, uh, what what pain is, what suffering is, yeah, and, yeah. and then you come back. Um, Wise words. Wise words, Sam. All right. Well, uh, uh, life is suffering. Valencia fan dumb is, is suffering, but there's there's highs and lows. Well said, Sam. Uh, until next time, we'll be debriefing the Rio match. That's right. And hopefully, we will be debriefing a two nil. So until next time, Sam. Until next time, Sam. Adios.